Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello, everyone. Welcome to AB Cinema. My name is Adam. And I'm Bailey. And today we have a heaping ton of news. Uh, D23 happened over the weekend. Bailey, were you watching this whole feed live on Twitter? Yes, I was. It was a nightmare. Thank you, Disney, for not streaming this um, panel and just turning off the cameras when they showed exclusive footage. So you rock, corporate Disney. Yeah, it was honestly, I'm, I'm a little disappointed on a little bit of it, and I'll explain a little bit why, but at the same time, my expectations were pretty high for this, given what came at San Diego Comic-Con and Star Wars Celebration. So we'll talk more about it later, but yeah, I think we should just kick it off with Disney and Pixar's panel. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. So what we're going to do is we have a whole bunch of news, Bailey. We'll uh, go over all the things that were revealed, and then we will talk about the things that we thought were most interesting or things that we want to discuss further. So starting uh, there, Bailey, let's let's start. What do we learn from this week? So Disney started off the panel with their live-action reimaginings with Peter and Wendy, which streams on Disney Plus in 2023. They did reveal footage, which showed Jude Law and the characters of Peter and Wendy, but it was exclusive to D23, and you can find that footage description online as for most of the footage that was exclusive you could find it online if you want next up we had hocus pocus 2 they released a trailer for that and it premieres later this month on the 30th of september and it looks pretty funny watch the trailer disenchanted the sequel to the movie enchanted starring amy adams and patrick dempsey was released as well and it premieres this november the Little Mermaid um, had pretty awesome reactions and pretty not awesome reactions to their trailer that was released this last week. It premieres in May of 2023 and stars Halle Bailey as Ariel, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, Javier Bardem as King Triton, with music done by Lin-Manuel Miranda, with four additional new songs. And if you haven't watched the trailer she has a beautiful voice, and I think she'll do a good job in that role for it being a live-action reimagining. Haunted Mansion is up next. They are redoing that movie, and it comes out in 2023. Stars Rosario Dawson and Owen Wilson as a priest and has many other characters and cast that was announced as well, but we will leave that where it is. Mufasa, The Lion King, a prequel to The Lion King, will be released in 2024. Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight, shared some new footage, and the show will follow Rafiki, Timon, and Pumbaa, telling the story of Mufasa to a young lion cub. James Earl Jones is not returning to, jo- to voice Mufasa. And then, the last of their live-action adaptations was Snow White, which will be released in 2024, and people in attendance were able to get a sneak preview of 
Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot in their costumes, and the movie will be directed by the amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2's Mark Webb. And that wrapped up their that wrapped up their live action. Of these live action adaptations that you just listed, um, is there any that you look forward to or that really piqued your interest? There are three that have piqued my interest, and that's Hocus Pocus 2, Disenchanted, and The Little Mermaid. And I'll give a brief explanation for why. Hocus Pocus 2, the only reason that I want to see it is because I want to see Kathy Najimy, her character, riding Roombas in the sky. And that's the only reason I want to see this movie. Because I think she's hilarious, and I think that that will make me laugh pretty hard. Then Disenchanted, I'm excited for this because the nostalgia. I am upset with how much they revealed in the trailer. I feel like I know a majority of the plot already, and they could have done some really great things if they didn't reveal a big twist in that trailer. So I wouldn't recommend watching that trailer and just go into the movie without seeing anything. And then the Little Mermaid trailer, the biggest reason for that is because um, I think the music... The, the one thing that Disney has going for these live-action remakes is the music. I think the music has always been really good, and I'm excited to hear the music for The Little Mermaid. I'm curious to see how they're going to adapt this story, given the ideas that Disney's trying to incorporate into these movies. And so I'm excited to see what they bring to this, but I have been let down time and time again from these reimaginings. But... That's my own thoughts on it. What do you think? What What's exciting to you about these? Or not exciting? I, well, not exciting, obviously for me, is the reimaginings. I don't, I don't get them. I just don't understand them, but that's fine, I suppose. Um, the one that I would say is, that I am looking forward to is the Mufasa Lion King. And mostly because Barry Jenkins is attached to direct it. And I feel like if Barry Jenkins has his, is behind something, you know, it's going to be good if not great. So that's that's what I think is what excites me most out of this crop here of movies. I think the reason I'm not looking forward to that is just because the last Lion King movie the Yes, it was a photorealistic version of the cartoon, but at the same time, it it lost a lot of that heart and emotion that the cartoon felt because they were exaggerated characters. And so, I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to change things around and give these these characters a little bit more emotion. Yeah, but then it would it might look a little strange seeing a lion smile. No, I agree. Anyway, so so now that we've stepped away from uh, the live-action side of Disney, what else do we have going on here in the animated areas? So Zootopia Plus is coming November 9th to Disney Plus, and it's going to follow Zootopia's most unique residents, and you can count on seeing Flash, Flash, 100-Yard Dash um, from Zootopia, the oh sloth. He's a sloth. And he's, he's going to reprise his role in that. And I'm really excited for that one. Um, the most unique thing that came out of Disney's panel was the Iwaju show that is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. And I'm just going to read a little excerpt to give you guys a little bit of an understanding of what this show is. And I'll t- talk a little bit more about it after. 
But the world of Iwaju is a futuric, as a futuristic de depiction, a world bursting with color, unique visual elements, and technological advancements inspired by the spirit of Lagos, which is physically divided into an island and a mainland separated by both water and socioeconomic status. The coming-of-age story introduces Tola, a young heiress from the wealthy island, and her best friend Cole, a self-taught tech expert and loving son from the mainland. And the thing that excites me about this project is that it is outsourced from Disney, so they are bringing in a studio from another country to do this project in collaboration for Disney+. And I believe this studio actually made fun of Disney, and that's how they caught their attention. And Disney was like, these guys are awesome. Let's, get, let's bring them on and let's hire them. So there's a little bit of history there with some strange rivalry, but turned into something good, hopefully. And then um, people in attendance were able to see new trailer for Strange World, which premieres November 23rd, 2022. And this is the 61st feature film from Disney Animation. And it's about an incredible family that must get past their differences to save a strange world full of danger and surprises. And I'm sure we'll get another trailer in the next month or two. And then the last movie, this one is going to be very interesting. It's called Wish, and it premieres in fall of 2023. And the film asks the question, how did the wishing star upon which so many characters wished come to be. And it says that Asha makes an impassioned plea to the stars, which is answered by a cosmic force, a little ball of boundless energy called star. Together they, fight, they face the most formidable of foes to save her community and prove that when the will of one courageous human connects with the magic of the stars, wondrous things can happen. And this stars Ariana DeBose as Asha and Alan Tudyk as a talking goat named Valentino. And that wraps up the Disney portion of this panel. So of these animated ones, I'll go first. I think the one that most excites me is Uwaju. And because, I mean, it's set in Lagos, Nigeria, it is going to be a science fiction adventure. And I also just like that they've outsourced like you said you know they're working in collaboration with another company and um that's that sounds exciting if not adventurous i would say and so that one and maybe strange world uh and possibly wish but yeah i'll i'll stick and say iwaju first mm -hmm. i would have to say the same for me iwaju is probably my most anticipated and it's a disney plus show which is going to be very interesting to see it week by week and to see how this studio has their influence on Disney and Disney has their influence on them. So it has piqued my curiosity. Wish is probably my next anticipated one, only because Alan Tudyk. I love that guy. Resident Alien. He's yeah. so good. I knew I knew that would hook yeah. you. So that's that's one of the things. And they, they're so good at their animal characters, so... I feel like this is going to be a fun one. The animation is very similar to older projects. They are not doing their 3D animation, as far as I understand, that they have been doing on the Frozen and Tangled movies. 
And so I'd be very curious to see how that's changed over the years to see if they have any new techniques with how their art looks. But from what I could tell from the screenshots that were shown or that were posted on Twitter, probably not legally. And I think it, it looks really beautiful and like it's going to be a very fun show. So I'm excited for that one. Gotcha. Well, that laps up the whole Disney portion. Uh, Pixar also presented some films. And Bailey, what from Pixar excites you? Or what from Pixar do we have to look forward to? What was presented here? So I'll just go down the list. Elio, the story of an 11-year-old dreamer. Elio is artistic, creative, and an avid indoorsman who finds it hard to fit in. Meanwhile, mom, Olga, who runs a top-secret military project, is working to decode a strange signal from outer space. But it's Elio who makes contact, gets beamed into space, and is subsequently mistaken for an intergalactic ambassador for Earth. The voice of Olga is played by America Ferreira, and the voice of Elio is played by Jonas Kebrib. And I probably just butchered his last name. And that premieres in spring of 2024. Then we have Win or Lose, a Disney Plus original, which follows Pickle, the Pickles, a co-ed middle school softball team, in the week leading up to their championship game. Each episode takes place that same week, highlighting the perspectives of different main character, players, their parents, the M- umpire, each reflected in a unique visual style. Hobson and Yates revealed that Will Forte will voice Coach Dan in the series, and it premieres fall of 2023. Next up, we have Elemental, which we had previously covered a couple months ago when Pixar officially announced this project. But Elemental, which is set in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. Ember is a tough and fiery young woman, and Wade is a fun, sappy, go-with-the-flow guy, helping them bring to... Helping bring them to life are Leah Lewis and Mamodo Athi, and that premieres next year as well. And the big piece of news that came out of the Pixar panel was that Inside Out 2 is happening, and Leslie Nope, aka Amy Poehler, I know it's Amy Poehler first, but she will always be Leslie Nope to me. She will be reprising her role as Joy and it is slated for a summer 2024 release. And they have another piece of news that came out with this was that they lost Mindy Kaling, who voiced Disgust, and Bill Hader, who voiced Fear, due to lowball offers. So who knows if we'll see recasts of the characters or if they just won't show up as, at all. So we'll, we will have to wait and see. What are you looking forward to most out of this, Adam? Elio, okay, so Inside Out and Elemental kind of seem like the same movie to me, even though I know they're not. Uh, so I guess I'll go for win or lose, mostly because I uh, will. I love Will Forte, so, <laughs> and I think Will Forte's hilarious. The thing that excites me most about this one is that it's going to have different visual styles for each of the episodes. So it's it's going to be really interesting to see if the show feels cohesive or completely different from each episode. So it'll be interesting. That one's probably my most anticipated so far. Okay, great. So we agree then. Um, <laughs> and not to mention the egregious lowball offers of uh, 
Mindy Kaling and Bill Hader on the on that Inside Out too. But uh, but yeah, is there anything else you wanted to say on those part on that uh, Pixar front? No, I'm I'm very curious to see how it goes. I feel like Elio will be kind of an underdog as far as Pixar movies, kind of like how um, oh, the movie that came out right before the pandemic uh, with Ian Lightheart is his name. And it's escaped my mind. It's about the Dragon Quest and, and all of that stuff. It's a good film, great moral, but I feel like it's going to be very similar to that film where we forget the title in a couple years. <laughs> all right. <coughs> Moving on, Lucasfilm also had a heap of news coming out. Uh, we had tales about continuations of seasons of The Mandalorian, spinoffs, uh, more in the Star Wars area, and uh, on the Indiana Jones front. So, Bailey, what was announced here? So, everything that was announced at Star Wars Celebration was reannounced again. Star Wars The Bad <laughs> Batch is no longer coming out this September. It's now coming out in 2023. The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer was released, and we have a February... I believe it's February or March premiere date, and but there's no official date yet. They just have it in the month. And then Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which will be six shorts, which follows a young Count Dooku and Ahsoka for three episodes each, and we'll have a young version of Qui-Gon Jinn in there, and we also got a look at a mysterious bad guy in the trailer. And I think that show actually looks pretty good and i'll talk more about it later but skeleton crew which is set during the new republic era and we got our first look at jude law and a couple of young characters in the background we don't know who the cast is at this moment but we did get a sneak peek at that and then soka also released their first look at sabine wren in front of the mural from the end of rebels and then willow the sequel series to the original movie got a new trailer and christian slater joined the cast and then the last bit of news that indiana jones is going to be the last indiana jones movie that has harrison ford in it so i'm not sure if they're going to do spinoffs or sequels to this i sure hope they don't i hope this is just a swan song for harrison ford and they released the trailer at d23 and Apparently, it was a very emotional panel. Harrison Ford got teary-eyed and actually cried. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I'm also, at the same time, ready for this series to end because it doesn't need spinoffs. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Lucasfilm's panel? Well, I agree on I agree with you about Indiana Jones. I don't know how they can do a spinoff. Um, I just don't know. And... I think, well, first off, I have to ask, how excited are you for Ahsoka with Sabine Wren? Oh, my gosh. That is probably my most anticipated Star Wars show <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. I figured it would be because I knew you were a big Rebels fan. I love Rebels so much. It's one of the most underrated Star Wars shows. And I hated it the first time I saw it because I had a friend in college that would watch it. And he's like, you should watch this. And I was like, I'm not going to give that crap any time in my day. And then Disney Plus came out, and I looked up the essential episodes before The Mandalorian came out, and I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And I was so happy I did. 
great storytelling, horrible animation, but great storytelling. And I'm excited to see those characters translate to Ahsoka. We also got a casting announcement for Ezra Bridger. And the guy, I don't know his name, but he looks exactly like Ezra Bridger. So, yeah. Anyway, what what are your thoughts on, on this? Um, I'm excited for The Mandalorian Season 3. I think I go back and forth. And I'm excited for The Tales of the Jedi. And then everything else just kind of varies. I mean, I'm excited for Indiana Jones because uh, because of the director. Oh, my goodness. What's his name? Throw me a bone here. James Mangold. Yeah, James Mangold. I feel like he uh, doesn't do too bad a job. So, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I want... I want them here so that I know what to think about them. You know what I mean? Because the the tales of the Jedi could be so, so the Mandalorian more so is a, a, a difficult thing for me to say. I'm super excited for it. Given the, the seasons of Boba Fett, the season of Boba Fett we had, even though the Mandalorian episodes were the best episodes and I, you know, Indiana Jones, it's just, they're they're coming back for another one so but yeah that's those are what i'm excited for i would agree tales of the jedi is probably my most anticipated animation project that they have going because bad batch was horrible and um (laughs) tales of the jedi i love the character of ahsoka and count dooku and seeing more of those characters is going to be very interesting mandalorian season three has me nervous because i don't want another cameo of the week episode like the way they had season two i kind of want them to go back to small scale format for the first season that they had but this this show has gotten so big that i feel like they're just trying to make the stakes as big as the show which i don't think that the show needs but we'll see what john favreau and dave filoni do with this like i said ahsoka is i already gave my thoughts on that indiana jones I yeah like I'm the same way with you. I love James Mangold's work on Logan. I think he did a great job with the send off of that character, and I think he'll do a great job with Harrison Ford's character as well. So that's my initial thoughts. I'm disappointed with the Lucasfilm panel because I felt like we would have gotten some announcements or reveals about the movies, even if they said we're going to take a pause from movies for a little bit and focus on TV for the meantime. I would have been totally fine with that, but they didn't. They just didn't. So we should move on. (laughs) So moving on here, we have uh, the Marvel panel. And the Marvel panel was actually kind of big. They released a lot of information. Um, You know, still... I guess they probably released about the same information as they did, you know, probably less information, but they gave us a little bit more to bite on. So, uh, Bailey, what what was announced here in the Marvel segment? So nothing was actually really announced, like, as far as new projects go. It was more of just, this is kind of where we're going to take these shows and these movies. I'll just go down the list, and then I'll... I'll share my gripes and complaints with this. Loki Season 2, which premieres next summer, added Ki Hoi Kwan of Everything Everywhere All at Once and Temple of Doom as a new character. 
the footage showed Loki showing up in random time periods, and reports are saying that he will eventually meet up with the MCU version of Mobius. And along with Ki Hoi Kwan, this is probably my favorite part of the Marvel panel, because he came out on stage and said, is this not the Indiana Jones panel? And that's, that's my favorite part of that. I loved it. You can see the footage of it online. It's pretty funny. Then Thunderbolts, the team roster was revealed, and it's going to have the Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, Yelena Belova, Valentina Contessa, Allegra de Fontaine, Ghost, Taskmaster, and Red Guardian. And that is the team. Then they announced that Matt Shackman will officially be directing Fantastic Four. And then Black Panther 2, they showed clips giving better looks at Namor, Ironheart, and more. And then for Ironheart, they announced Anthony Ramos as the Hood, which we've already seen um, set photos of him in costume. And the show is said to be about dark magic versus tech. And I left out two shows on our thing, on our Google Doc here, but Daredevil Born Again, they announced that um, Vincent D'Onofrio will be reprising his role as Kingpin in that show. And then for Echo, they also released the trailer at D23. And every report is saying that the show is not what we expect it to be. I've heard rumors that it's going to be very mystical oriented, which is really curious to me, but it also makes a little sense with it delving into the Native American history and what they believe in. So that one will be interesting. But then moving on to the big announcements, Captain America New World Order announced that Tim Blake Nelson will be reprising his role as the leader who was first introduced in the Incredible Hulk movie at the very beginning of the MCU. And then another piece of casting came and Shira Haas was cast as Sabra, a mutant Israeli-Palestinian who fought alongside Hulk and other team members of the MCU, or of the Marvel Comics universe. And then Secret Invasion, which will be premiering next spring on Disney+, Plus, released a trailer, and then Werewolf by Night will be premiering just in less than a month on October 6th, and this will be directed by Michael Giacchino, who is mostly most notable for his scores in movies like The Batman, any Pixar movie that you see, and several Marvel movies. And then it's going to star Gail Garcia Bernal as the werewolf by night, and then Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone. And that wraps up the Marvel panel. And what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I like, I, first off, Highlights for me include Kihui Kwan being added to Loki season two. Um, I just think, you know, is this the comeback season for him? And I hope so, because I thought he was excellent and everything everywhere all at once. Um, it's a quantessence. Yeah, the quantessence. The New World Order, Captain America, I want, I want, an, I want, I want more information from that. And I think Werewolf by Night, the trailer is great. And even though that might not be some speed, to me it almost seems like is Marvel going to push it in terms of visually what they're going to show in this series? But I I think it just looks fun and like a massive throwback, and I'm all on board. 
I want to say something about that real quick. Michael Giacchino said in an interview that on their first day of set, he sat everyone in a circle and asked everyone what the scariest thing they remembered seeing in movies when they were a kid. And they all went around, and he said, after that, we didn't provide them any therapy, but we said that we wanted to provide that for people who see this show. And so we're going to be creating a scary show, although it is listed as comedy by Disney+. Plus. So I, I'm curious to see if, it's, if the campiness will make all the scary stuff lighthearted or if it's actually going to be scary. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. But continue what you were saying. No, that's it. I and I love what you said. I just it, it's exciting to me. Like that one I think really, you know, got me thinking, okay, this could be exciting. Yeah. Same. And as far as Secret Invasion and the trailer that they released for that, it feels very espionage paranoia thriller in the same vein that the Winter Soldier Captain America movie was. And I'm really hoping that it captures that same spirit, that same feel because that's still probably one of my favorite mcu movies to this day and so if they can capture that in the show i feel like it will be a good show but i've also been let down by marvel with their trailers and what's actually released so we'll just have to wait and see for that one but other than that a lot of this stuff is just what we already knew moving on from the marvel section fox uh, was able to show some of their Avatar Way of the Water footage. Bailey, what has been said about this footage? And I guess, does it make you more excited to see this film? They released five clips from the movie. And everybody was saying that it's just breathtaking. The underwater shots are said to be better than the in-person shots, which it's just photorealistic shots. Um, and... He said that James Cameron came on a Zoom call with the audience and said that Avatar 2 is completely done and ready to be released. Avatar 3 has finished filming, and Avatar 4 is going to start production soon. So, yeah, they, they are really serious about the Avatar franchise and what they're bringing to that. So I'm very excited for this. The re-release comes out later this month. I'm hoping that I'll be able to see it, but I don't know if I will. I, I just want to see, I want to get a taste of what I can expect from Avatar The Way of Water when it comes out in theaters in just a couple months. But that, that wraps up the Fox panel. This was supposed to be a two-hour panel, but it ended up turning into a three-and-a-half-hour panel. So thank you, Lucasfilm and Star Wars. Or Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah, and lastly, Disney Plus had three announcements. And Bailey, what were these announcements? The Santa Clauses, the sequel series to the Santa Claus trilogy starring Tim Allen, released a trailer, which is pretty funny, and you should check it out if you haven't. National Treasure, Edge of History, also released a trailer with some callbacks to the original National Treasure movies. And then... Surprisingly, we got our first look at a teaser trailer for Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Disney Plus show. So that is it for all of the news that came out of D23. I'm very excited for the Percy Jackson stuff. 
Santa Claus, I'm just ready for that nostalgia. I like that. And National Treasure, I'm cautiously optimistic because I don't know if they'll be able to capture the same charisma of Nicolas Cage's masterpieces of the National Treasure movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I agree on point with everything that you just said, so I won't add anything else. Uh, Bailey, is there anything else that you're looking forward to from this presentation or anything else that you're just looking forward to here in the next little bit? I'm excited for the next San Diego Comic-Con for when Marvel announces the next phase of movies. Yeah. That's it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> so we could look forward to that then um bailey thank you for giving us the slowdown and for walking us through all of this uh for those of you who haven't already you can follow us on social media we're on twitter instagram facebook and letterboxd you can email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com uh drop us a, a note let us know what you think of the show what we should do better and what you would like to hear of and talk about Uh, We hope that everyone has a great day, and thank you so much for listening, and as always, keep watching movies.